Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hey-o. Funbox Monster Podcast. I'm Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And uh, today we are doing the classic Stephen King film, Maximum Overdrive. The only directed Stephen King film. Exactly. Hence my my fuck up that last podcast when I was like, you know, it's the only one that he wrote the screenplay for. Yeah. And it turns out he's written the screenplay for every fucking movie he's ever done. In what this he case, meant was the only movie he's directed. This is the That's only what he movie meant. he ever directed. He's never wrong. I'm never, never wrong. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I love this movie. I thought I loved this movie. I... I now like this movie. Uh, you you were wrong. It I, turns out I, you double love this I movie. I used to watch this when I was a kid a lot and loved it. Watching it now, it's... <laughs> awesome? As you said before, it's a movie you, you need to turn your brain off for. I mean... It, and I'm not going to shit on this movie. I enjoy it. This but movie I, is I, much more fun when you're not doing it for something like this podcast. Yes, like, but I had to watch this critically, oh, especially the second time through. Absolutely. I've got so many questions. Yeah, unfortunately. So many questions that you didn't think of when you were a kid. Because when you're watching this when you're a kid, you're like, shit, big rigs are awesome. That yep. rig's got a green face. People Guns. are getting shot and blowing up. Bazookas. This is awesome. <laughs> and you even had a kid that you could relate to, Deke, on the, on the BMX. And that's, that was me. Absolutely. And that's, that's... I was crawling through storm drains at that age. I, I was doing that, too. I was blowing up trucks with machine guns. <laughs> I was doing all that stuff. Um, yeah, that, this movie is stupid. There's no question. I mean, no. I mean, it is... It is stupidity overdrive. It is the definition of a dumb movie, but yet it is also one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, Movies don't have to be smart. I like dumb things sometimes, and this movie is just... I almost exclusively only watch stupid things. That's fair. And this movie is a coke addict, insane stream of consciousness, yeah. what's awesome when you're super high on coke. Yep. Ah, which, how, about, which, how about a bazooka? Uh, which we are now, because we just felt like, you know, We're doing like, a Hollywood executive <laughs> pile of coke before starting this, just to get us in the, uh, in, the, in the spirit here. I actually drank coffee, which is about as close as I could probably get without dying of a heart attack, so... But uh, I just did a Hollywood executive level amount of coke. Nice, that's great. <laughs> I'll just I'll just sniff you. Um, so okay, let's start with this amazing movie. All right, let me just do one more line. Okay, we'll... that's great. Uh, okay, so we open with this big stupid text blurb <laughs> over the earth, like over this really really funny Technicolor, <laughs> like looks like a 1960s and the Technicolor earth is reversed earth. as well. <laughs> And it's farting this green yes. fart cloud. It's everywhere. got a big cloud, over and it's got it. the most specific um, timing message of anything I've ever seen. Yeah, usually you know when a movie starts and it's just like Sunday, eleven a.m. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it gives. What you, does this one say? Did you write it down? I Your wrote meticulous okay. note taker. Let's see, June nineteenth, nineteen eighty seven. At 9.47 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Earth passed into the tail of Rhea M, a rogue comet. It will be there for eight days. <laughs> eight days in what? Oh, I fucked. Oh, I didn't, shit, dude. I, like, I didn't write it down for You wrote all that? No, I wrote I wrote little little snippets oh, of it. Oh, okay. Uh, but but uh, yeah, it's like eight days, seven hours, 56 yeah. minutes, 23 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some stupid thing like that. But... I, so I have to give it credit here because I love this because when I watch this is basically a zombie movie in, in in essence this is an end of the world there's some sort of creatures that are all around you and you're surrounded mm-hmm. and you're in a bunker and you're trying to not get killed by this massive force that has come to life to murder you that apparently has a time limit right but that's the difference because with zombie movies 
the problem that I always have with these like end of the world zombie movies like, how is, it ever gonna is end? that it doesn't end. Yeah. It's just it's life is garbage after this point. Yeah. You never you get to this point. You're watching like I watched Walking Dead for a season or two and I was like, kill yourselves. <laughs> fucking kill yourselves. This is garbage. The world is done. Don't fucking live through this. There's no goddamn. Po- Don't bring a fucking baby into this. You suck. They had babies on this? <laughs> fucking kill yourselves. It. It's like their life will never be back to normal. This is like, this is the end. Whereas this, you're like, oh, last a week. Wait, you're talking about The Walking Dead or our normal existence I'm, right now? That's also what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm kind of talking about the world, too. Uh, yeah, just, just, just end it. <laughs> just fucking end it. Uh, no, I, I'm talking about this. But The world has gotten stupider than this movie. <laughs> it really has. <laughs> but Maximum Overdrive, you just last a little bit over a week, and you're safe. Yeah. That's, that is a conquerable goal. But that's something I feel like we know exclusively. Or, or no. no, they mention it in the movie. She knows the, but the they hitchhiker don't, knows, but they don't know for fact that what's going on is from that. It no. might be a, a UFO. <laughs> well, <laughs> or we, we know for a fact Russians, that it maybe? is a UFO. <laughs> so his dumb theory. Look, I don't know this for another hour and thirty seconds. Right, minutes, okay? <laughs> but his dumb theory that he comes up to his postcoital theory, where he's <laughs> like, it's a, no, no, it wasn't even postcoital. He was like. Half passed out from pumping, from pumping gas. gas. It's a what if? What if they all had a broom and they were just cleaning the planet? If you were an <laughs> you alien, need a new place to live. And so you'd send in your broom, and then you'd sweep up the place because it's all full of dust and dirt. And then and then you'd, you'd, you'd <laughs> warn your buddies through the through the speaker at a fast food restaurant. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I do have some theories. I have some theories that make this movie kind of work. Okay. I do have a way to make this work. We usually, we usually solve that here. I'll get to it at some point. We get there. Okay. So um, so right at this beginning, the soundtrack is like fucking nails on a chalkboard. Like it starts off and it's just like screeching horrible noises. But then we we open up on this awesome bank sign telling us to fuck off. Yep. It's just saying, fuck you, fuck you, flashing I, over and I, over again. I like again. to feel like that's talking to the audience. Where it's just like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're not... Oh, that's that's you're Stephen, in for a treat. That's Stephen King's message to everyone who paid money to see this yep. movie. Um, so Stephen King, in his little cameo here, shows it's fantastic. up. It is phenomenal. Honey buns, <laughs> honey bun. Why did you come over here? This machine just called me an asshole. Brilliant, brilliant. Sk, you're the best. So, and that only happens here. I mean, I guess that's kind of the only computer screen we ever see. Yeah. But it's not like the, the, the machines are talking. They do talk, They though. do. But it's just funny that we don't see more screens elsewhere. Yes. So, yeah. There's not a single TV Again, in that truck stop. In watching this movie, critically, for the first time in my life, I <laughs> swear to God, I think I've solved it. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to say it. I think it just, period, it's aliens, number one. Yep. It's just aliens. They are in the tail of this comet. They're, it's not even a comet. It's just like that's their spaceship that's their or whatever. That's their exhaust, let's say. Okay. And they are controlling the trucks and things and machinery ghost-like. Like maybe even they are possessing them. They're sending down like ghost soldiers or something. Because the only way it works 
is that they have some way to affect the mechanical world with with force because otherwise they're making sprinklers work there's no machinery machinery there's no machinery in a sprinkler okay i've got i've got questions here there's there's no machinery in the thing in the machine gun like the machine gun is just a where, trigger. Where pivots, you mean? Well, there too. Or even that. Even even the trigger isn't yep. isn't mechanical. It's not electronic. It's a simple machine, but it's not a machine. Like yeah. it's a machine like like a like a fulcrum or a lever or a pulley. It's a yep. it's a simple machine. So it has to be that they have some presence and force, and they're literally possessing machinery somehow. That's my entire theory. So wait, what did you figure out? I think that's it. I think that they are that they are inside them and that it's not like some sort of insane just like random thing. So you're saying there's an invisible alien behind the wheel of There's every truck. literally like something there. Okay. That's the only way it works where they're like possessing them like like a demon possession. And why are they doing this? Well, it's his dumb theory where he was like it's a broom. They're just killing every person on the planet. They're sending themselves down in some sort of like ghost form to kill everyone on earth it's i'm gonna think only- they're just merry pranksters <laughs> and, and, and they have no they had no intention to stop or take over our planet just then like, it's really mean like, that the russians killed them at the end yeah well they didn't know <laughs> and they're just like shit man we're just ride maybe they were just riding the comet like hitching a ride on it and they're like we're gonna be over this planet for the next eight days and it's just, we'll just like, let's, let's fuck, shit up. fuck with them <laughs> <laughs> that actually that literally makes more sense than my theory <laughs> Because, again, we don't ever get that. All we get is that, like, machines are doing crazy shit and they're killing people. Mm-hmm. And then we have two instances. We've got the, the Morse code. Yep. Where they beat Morse code and say, fill up the trucks. And we've got the machine telling people to fuck off. So, so we know whatever force this is knows English and mm-hmm. Morse code. Yeah. Oh, that just makes more sense. Jesus, it makes even less sense. Fuck. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like I at least have some idea of what was going on. Whereas before, it was just like, oh, just stuff's happening. Mm-hmm. It was more like we're just going to make a movie where this shit happens, and I was okay with that. In fact, yeah. I, I'm still okay with that. But okay, so this we're going through the whole thing, so you better right. be too. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> So, so we right get, off the bat, we yeah, got a drawbridge. We've got a drawbridge, and this scene is awesome. It is awesome. I love everything that happens because because <laughs> I, I I was putting myself in in a car, and right here in our city, we have a bridge like this that goes up just like this. Yeah, and uh, man, it's pretty scary to think of what happened if that would actually. It's actually terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a, it's a super effective scene. I love that you get a quick shot of a uh, a VW hippie bus with the ACDC <laughs> logo on I love the idea that ACDC is touring around the country in a microbus. Uh, so ACDC was asked to do a cameo in this, but they declined that. They were all about doing the music for it, but I guess King asked them if they wanted a cameo, and they were like, nah. nah so I, I wonder if that hippie yeah. bus was supposed to have ACDC in it. I'm sure it I was. It, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, the bridge scene's great. Motorcyclist falls out the thing. But here's a um, here's a question I have here. Oh god, uh, where where here's where this movie just I can't figure out the rules because it seems like it seems like all the cars and trucks are or the trucks the cars seem to be untouched somehow. Um, the trucks are all banded together as one big unit. But when this bridge thing happens, it just destroys a shit ton of trucks. There's there's so often that they like. 
that they're. And it's that's, not like there's a shortage of trucks, so maybe they but, can sacrifice soldiers. But it just seems again, like this whole thing is is counterproductive to their killing all the people goals. Ag- agreed, and it makes me. Th- that's what. That's one of the things that leads me to the idea that they're just like possessing things and jumping. They're just mm-hmm. jumping from thing to thing, and there's like say 10,000 of these creatures that are like energy-based creatures that are taking over each thing, they don't care about the trucks. They're not the truck. Mm -hmm. They're just in the truck for the time being until it stops moving, then they go someplace else. They're just using whatever it is to, to kill people, which is why some of them, when somebody has a car that doesn't work, or I mean, that isn't possessed, it's like, what the fuck? What about the, the honeymooners? Why wasn't... Oh, that was a question I had. Like, their car wasn't possessed. Mm-hmm. Why was that? And it would make sense that it's... If it's just like... It's not a thing that makes vehicles evil. It's a presence that's inside that each... That needs to yeah. be in one. Yeah. So it's and not necessarily staying, in everyone. Maybe her voice was annoying, so the thing stayed out of her car. I can almost guarantee that there was something about Yardley Smith's voice that kept... <laughs> <laughs> the alien ghost from possessing her car. <laughs> oh my god, she is Oof. so fucking shrill in this movie. It is it's, impressive. The it southern- is, it, and it's one of those things where I'm sure she was like, "That's the character is yeah. to be overly annoying." But like, holy shit, she brings her A game to that, well, and it's just like, whoa, because she has a naturally high pitched kind of squeaky yeah. voice. That she uses sparingly. She is aware of that. And so when yep. she acts, she doesn't do that. And King was probably like, no, 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 more annoying. More, more. Annoying. More annoying. More. Make her worse. What about this? Yeah. More. <laughs> Make her more hateful. Yeah. We want to hate her more. Come on. Oh, my God. And I'm, I'm sure that's what he did. So I love the fact that he did all the, like, stupid comedy things that Stephen King would do. There's a giant truck of melons on this bridge that flips over. Oh, yeah. A melon, kind of for no reason, flies through a windshield. It's like, the truck's already flipped over. It's just like, comes from the sky at a thousand miles an hour. Shit, maximum overdrive. You know what you missed here would be a great Gallagher cameo. (laughs) Of Gallagher sitting in one of the cars on the bridge and he sees the watermelon fly through and he's just like, oh, nice. (laughs) No, I would say kill him and he explodes. I would say a watermelon hits him full speed and he explodes. After after he was all psyched about the thing breaking. Yes. He was just like, oh man, that guy knows what's going on. (laughs) The other great part of this bridge scene is when the the truck, the pickup truck is like stuck in the middle. That was like, so... It's so confusing. He's right on the little the little precipice yeah, there. Yeah. And then he starts... He's like, oh, i got to gun my engine. And so he starts gunning it. And then his back wheels just fall off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which... I'm not a mechanic. I, I just never, don't see that happening. I never claimed to be a mechanic, but this seems suspect. Yeah, that would not happen. <laughs> it seems suspect. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> I love the two doofuses that were supposed to be controlling it. They're like such so perfect hokey. Stephen yes. King characters. Don't you see? The light's still green. The arm never came down. <laughs> never came. We're dealing with a situation here. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, so, crazy green goblin truck shows up and pulls into the gas station. And it's got the big Happy Toys logo with the crazy clown on it, which is also amazing. <laughs> it's uh, it's driven by a black guy in a Stephen King movie who isn't a stereotype and is not magical. I was like, fucking A. 
Thank you, Stephen King. That is handy. Yeah, like... Which happens to be his name. Oh, no <laughs> shit. Yeah, but I was like... I mean, Stephen King is notorious for having a problem with his minority characters. Yes. He is not... He's not great. Uh, there's there's problems. And this was a fully formed human being who was just kind of in the movie, which yeah. was for Stephen King seemed like a very big growth moment. Um, don't worry. They had one that they just put in for a stereotype, though. He steals uh, everything. Oh God, it was like he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't help himself. He couldn't no. just have a fully formed human being that was a minority in one of these things. Uh, God, it's hard to love Stephen King sometimes. Uh, OK. So, we've got Emilio Estevez showing up. Emilio! Emilio, who is, uh, who is Billy. Billy. Bill. Billy. Hardened criminal. Hard. Okay, another part of this movie that is really difficult is the names. The fact that one character refers to him as hero almost exclusively, and that the other character, the other main character, refers to him as Bubba almost exclusively. It's hard to figure out what his fucking name is. Because Hendershot <laughs> calls everyone Bubba. Despite his name being Bubba Hendershot. It's on his license I didn't plate. know that. Yeah. I was I saw the I saw the shower reserved for Bubba and I was like, yeah. is that a joke because that could be literally anyone? No, that's his oh. name. But <laughs> okay. he calls everybody Bubba. Can you imagine if you went to the shop tomorrow and just called everybody Tristan constantly? I don't know, but I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he a Pokémon? What? <laughs> he can only say his name. Bubba, 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 Bubba. Um, so let's see. Yeah, so we find out that not only is Emilio Estevez a hardened criminal, he's also a college boy. So he's a he's an ex-con, and this and Hendershot, this scumbag Southern like he's like he's basically a Southern sheriff archetype. But he's the he's great. But he's, he's the manager of the or the owner of the. He's played Dixie super board. great too. He is. He's played by Pat Hingle, who was Commissioner Gordon in the four good Batman movies. <laughs> yes, he's great. He is so good in this. Yes, so fucking good. Um, he's so hateable. Oh yeah. The two, the two like miserable, loathsome characters in this movie are so loathsome and miserable. And he's just given free reign to ham it up too, yeah, as that is. total southern uh, dick boss. <laughs> he's just insanely he's like, awful. He's like, so you want me to work nine hours, but punch in for eight? And he's like, yeah, boy, you're a criminal. You're mm. property of the state. <laughs> and then he just crack, cracks up. <laughs> yeah, he's, he does a lot of that. Um, he is, yeah, he is straight up evil. And uh, yeah, so he's going to report him to his parole officer if he doesn't if he doesn't agree to work for free. Basically, he's working a few slavery hours. Um, so he goes, puts his card back, and realizes that Hendershot's got all criminals working there. So it's yeah. all people who are on parole. So he can do this to. Did everybody. you notice one of the names in the time card slot was too? Gene Poole? Yeah, you noticed that too. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I'm surprised that Stephen King could hold back from just like doing it to all of them I was surprised that they weren't all just like dumb joke names Um, but only one Uh, so we get this guy we get our our hoodlum character in the arcade now and he's watching all the machines go bonkers and he just does such a stupid line here Uh, he sees the Knight Rider pinball table (laughs) and the glass on it just shatters and he goes 
Your mama. That's his it, only line. That's his only line. Is it? Is your mama? Wait, your mom? What mama? It's a pinball table. Like what? <laughs> Gary Stern. That's who she, <laughs> he's talking about. Gary Stern. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's. I man. Again, I feel like Stephen King's just making up for having a fully realized minority character in his movie. <laughs> and he's like, well, like, I gotta have one that's kind of insulting. And so uh, so this guy exists. So he's like, all the change is coming out of the machines and it's coming out of the change it's machine. It's shooting all the cigarettes out of the cigarette machine. Oh, so he's just... I remember cigarette machines. God, I remember cigarette machines. <laughs> I remember cigarettes. Yeah. Oh my God, I liked smoking a lot. <laughs> Oh, shit. God, I miss smoking. Anyway. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So, um, uh, in the middle, like, we interrupt this guy to get some, to get this guy sprayed in the eyes with diesel fuel. Uh, Black diesel fuel, for some ass reason. I, we see the gas several times in this movie. I don't know what diesel movie. fuel looks like. So. It ain't black. That's uh, probably they true. They dye it. Mm. It's like, uh, I want to say pink, yellow, and clear, maybe. Or pink, blue, and clear for different uses. Oh, but weird. The, it, it, diesel is never dyed grayish black, as you see in this movie. <laughs> uh. It looks grosser that way. Also, his eyes were bleeding at the end. Did yeah, you see? Like, that was, that was really gross, too. I like that. Um. <clears throat> Yes, but there's another one of those instances that you said like, that's not a machine. It's like, not a machine. There's no mechanism that's going to. And, and and I wonder that too with the trucks, with the with the trans with the stick shifts and stuff. Right. I Absolutely. mean, like, I mean, a gas were... pedal can go down with a cruise control, so that does have a mechanism in it. But there's no auto move your stick shift. No, I know. And it's... if these aliens are from a faraway planet, like, do you know how hard it is to drive a big rig? <laughs> I don't. But they have like a lot of gears. Like, I think this would be a big learning curve. <laughs> Every planet has big rigs, and they've and they have even more gears than big rigs on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even understand Neptune's big rigs, brother. Um, forty nine, <laughs> forty nine gears. Uh, so Wanda June, who is one of Screen's greatest characters, she is fun fact so funny in this. The mother in the beginning of Christmas Evil. No shit. Yeah. Awesome. She's great. Best Christmas horror movie ever. It's pretty good. Fact. (laughs) It's pretty good. Fight me. Okay. With a candy cane. (laughs) All right. I'm going to fight you for gremlins. (laughs) It's a goodie. It is. Uh, So she's she's covering for Bubba so he can go get the other guy named Bubba. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Everybody's named Bubba. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, Bubba Bubba does that to people. So Bubba's covering for Bubba. And Bubba... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fuck. No. So Wanda June is covering for Billy and she gets attacked by an electric carving knife that kind of floats to her. <laughs> I'm going to say it vibrates. No, no, no. It floats, man. When it first cuts her arm, that thing is teetering on its edge to reach her forearm. I just want this movie to make sense. Can't you well, just let me know. make this make movie make sense? <laughs> Damn it. No okay. apologies, no forgiveness, no this retreat, maximum, no surrender. This is maximum overdrive, bitches. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. So it does. Maximum line of questions. Here. Yeah. It cuts her all up, and she's just like bleeding everywhere. There's like piles of blood everywhere, <laughs> and all the truckers are laughing at her. Yeah. Which is like, that's... like she's like severely injured, and they're just like, 
oh, 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 somebody makes some dumb joke about it or whatever. Yeah, but then Hero Bill comes in with his hammer. Don't worry. He's going to take care of this thing. Saves the day. You could probably unplug it, too. Oh, no, it was battery powered. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yep. So our our character in the arcade is getting hypnotized by one of the video game machines. It's like showing squares. It's showing the hypnotist things, just like the cards in uh, Ghostbusters. Yes, it's sh- well, exactly like the, yeah, whatever that is, the psychic test. Yeah, it's like showing Ghostbusters. Those. It's showing Ghostbusters cards. <laughs> and those compel him to touch the, the arcade Firestorm machine. Firestorm game or whatever it was, <laughs> yeah. And he gets electrocuted. And so we're down one character. I also love that he had a Twinkie in his hat. <laughs> he's like I'm, I'm pocketing all these quarters from the machine I'm pocketing all the smokes I understand that maybe it's a snack for later yeah he's gonna need his energy he's covered a lot of stuff in those clothes he's gonna be jams it sideways into his hat of all things uh, so Bubba goes to investigate <laughs> sorry Bubba, Billy Bubba 8 God, Bubba 5 is ever <laughs> investigating uh, and he sees the machines going nuts and he sees the body mm-hmm they don't do anything with his body. No, they just leave it there. They just close the door and walk out, and they're like, eh, whatever. They care about Gas-Eyed Gus later on, Yeah, they, they don't give a shit about this guy. They're just like, eh, nothing we can do, close the door. <laughs> so, uh... <clears throat> Arcade's out of order. <laughs> they put an out-of-order wrestling oh, on Oh, is the a pinball table broken? Oh, uh, yeah, but there's also a dead guy on there's the There's also a corpse. Yep. A couple Twinkies laying around if you're hungry. Ooh, Twinkies. <laughs> uh, cut to the Little League game. And uh, game's over. It's time for the coach to buy everybody a soda pop. Question time. Oh, God. <laughs> How many kids are on this team? You think like maybe 15, 20? 35? 35? Is that guy going to go up there and just keep putting quarters in? Like, yes. How much coinage does he have in his baseball uniform? And is he just going to... How long do you it's, think that would take? It's to just... 87. What did, a, what did a soda cost? A quarter? Maybe. Let's go. Let's go 50. Okay. So... It looked like there were about 30 kids on that field. Two teams. 15. So, oh boy. Man, that's a that's a lot. I'm not good at math, but like, I just can't. That's, that's an just, awful lot of quarters. I just can imagine the kids sitting around and the coach just like <laughs> constantly putting it, waiting and stacking it on the ground and just having this like can peri- pyramid like building up. <laughs> I like the idea Instead that Instead of was, him just going to his damn car and having like a He was just going to buy one soda and pass it around. Yeah, everybody, one sip. If you'd won, you'd each get a soda. Except Timmy, you only get half a sip because you failed at stealing that base. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck that kid. Oh, uh, Coach Tough Love. Yep. <laughs> so God. Yep. So Coach gets shot unconscious with cans. Awesome. Great scene. Great scene. And it's pa- it's painful. It just keeps going. It shoots him right in the nuts, and then when he <laughs> falls, it just starts shooting cans of soda at his face, and you could. And it looks. Yeah, super impactful like it like, does you an feel that can of soda hits I, a guy in the it's face one of those scenes <laughs> that I'm actually like, like legitimately and then we see him on the ground and he's got really the big serious. that also is wonderful Just seals, it seals the deal big mm-hmm. big gross hole in his head <laughs> he's clearly dead so our hero kid goes to investigate he puts on his his catcher's mask yeah. and and he just like you know, belly crawls over to the to the coach because he's our hero kid, and he's Deke. gonna yeah Deke, and he's gonna save the day. He was gonna like rescue his coach, but then he gets over there and he sees a giant pool of blood, a giant hole in the guy's head, and he's like, oh maybe not. Then cue the steamroller. <laughs> then a steamroller busts through the fence and smooshes a kid. 
Yeah, this is one of those one of the scenes that was on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. There was supposed to be a big like zit pop head explosion here, and alas, we never got it. Toxic Avenger got away with it. Yeah, they, well, actually, they kind of didn't. They had to be. Uh, they had to go unrated for that. Oh, that that's was what, right. They went between unrated and NC seventeen in different releases for a while. So, so not great. Um, okay. So, oh God, yeah. So we cut to the religious guy, the Bible salesman. <laughs> oh man, our, oh wait, is there a religious Bible salesman in a Stephen King movie? I bet he's the good guy, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, so I mean, so, he's got chick tracks everywhere. You don't have that <laughs> unless you're not completely morally on the level. Yeah, so so uh, a religious stereotype character in a Stephen King movie turns out to be the villain. And uh, <laughs> and he's I wouldn't kind of say a, villain. I would just say dirtbag. Just a yeah, just a turd. Uh, so <laughs> he's got like he's so gross. Yeah, chewing tobacco all the time, like big wad of chewing tobacco in his mouth. And he's got a big young, gross mustache. Young female hitchhiker named Brett. Yes. Oh, really? I couldn't figure out what her name was. It's Brett. Okay, cool. Brett. The, the road twitch. Brett the hitman heart. <laughs> Um, so he keeps fondling her and she keeps threatening her leg. Yep. And he keeps threat or she keeps threatening to cut his hand off. So she's trying to tune in the radio and then we kind of get that night of the living dead news from the TV slash radio kind of deal. Yep. That we find out machines are turning on people. Yeah. If you're on a major (laughs) highway, get off of it. Yeah. And so. She's like, turn off here, turn off here. And he's like, what are you doing? You're crazy. Are you on something? And did you not hear what he said? And she grabs the steering wheel, jags them off the road into the into the parking lot of the Dixie Boy. The Dixie Boy. Gas yes. world. Um, so this is amazing. So th- this is preceding The Simpsons. This is before The Simpsons came out. And she's like... They're getting all angry and really everything's... And she says, eat, eat my, my shorts. shorts. I was like, fuck you. Yardley Smith is in this. <laughs> you say, eat my shorts? This is... This is not... I, yep. I'm telling you, man. This is, this is otherworldly. It's not that crazy. No, it's not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh so <laughs> somebody used a common expression that became a catchphrase. I'm saying this is part of the Simpsons cinematic universe <laughs> and that all of these characters are fair game to be in the yes. Simpsons from here on. And so then a farm truck comes and we learn the origin of spider pig. <laughs> so while, while he's yelling, he's like screaming at her. Uh, the big green goblin truck starts revving up its engine and it's getting ready to run him down. She grabs him by the tie and pulls him out of the way. Mm-hmm. So she saves his life and it was like, you know, and it just comes to a stop. It doesn't do anything else. It just comes yep. to a stop out there. Wait, is this before or after it got Gus, the, the diesel eye guy? It hasn't killed him yet. Okay. No. Um, so, Spoiler alert, oh no, you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> this is before they know anything about anything because they cut back in and the guy who was driving it, uh, they're oh, like, handy there is like, yeah, whoever it is, is a hot wire, hot champagne. wire champagne. <laughs> <clears throat> so, and now we cut to the married couple. We get Yardley Smith and her husband Who's screaming. Car is not affected. 
whose car is not affected. Again, I think it's probably Yardley Smith's voice. So <laughs> that was my theory. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so we get them at a different gas station, finding a oh, bloody oh, corpse. Can we just can we just oh, mention that? Uh, totally. Oh yeah. And uh, but before I want to make there's several references in this movie. This is the first one where she goes, if we find a truck stop, I need to use the ladies. Yep. And he goes, can I watch? No, you can't watch me pee. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, he's got a thing. The, who would say that? And, and, and again, they're they're just married. I mean, for one, it's stupid anyway. For two, it's it's not like you're you're married. You've seen her pee. <laughs> <laughs> Three, it's just like wh- who would say that? Well, we find out later on that he's got a thing. Oh, he brings up pee again. Yeah, he brings it up again. He's got a thing. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So the clock's running backwards here. And tr- <laughs> Do you think King said anything to him when he was like, can you give me a character breakdown? He's like, well, you're a newlywed. Uh, you're mid-30s. Uh, I mean, early, mid-20s. You're Super blonde. into water sports. Uh, you like pee a lot. You're like obsessed with pee. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Trump levels of pee loving. Uh, <laughs> so, Okay. There, he sees there's no driver. Mark's getting political. Oh, boy. Uh, so he's he's okay with the fact that there was no driver in there. It tries to run him down, and he's just like, he's like, whoo, got away from that. And then he looks in, no driver, and he's like, huh, well, ain't that a thing? He just kind of like wanders <laughs> away. He's like, well, I guess that kind of stuff happens around these parts. Do, 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 do. And then it starts the engine back up again, tries to, tries to back up and run him over. And Yardley Smith is like, get the fuck in the car, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> and she drives, and she drives very well. Uh, and so she she gets them away from the situation. Uh, and back at the back at the Dixie, Estevez is investigating the Goblin truck, and he gets scared by him. <laughs> the Jack in the Box that we get to see before he opens. <clears throat> yeah, that's not how you do a scare. No. Nope. No. Imagine if imagine if every movie like they're about to pull the shower curtain and see if there's anything in there, but it's a completely clear shower curtain. <laughs> it's like it's like even in any of those movies, if you open the closet, they showed a shot of the cat and then it went. Row. Yeah, <laughs> like that's your cat scare. It's you kind of fucked it up. Uh, or you're going to open the closet and it just says like Meowser's home. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the cat lives. This is where the cat lives. <laughs> Uh, yep. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Back with the kid. He's riding his BMX through his neighborhood, and we just get like here's where I want to th- all sorts of shots. Here's of Here's where if we go with your theory about the aliens mm-hmm. and mixing it with my theory about the alien tricksters. That would explain like the the, the sprinklers, like because like the, all the sprinklers turn on behind this kid, but then when he turns around and looks, they're all like, "Doop!" We shut off. It's like. Nowhere else are the machines trying to, like, hide themselves. Like, the knife didn't attack her arm and everybody was, like, looking away or anything. No, you know what I mean? No, that was... one part, they're just like... <laughs> yeah, they were definitely joking with him at this Watch point. Watch this. This kid's gonna turn around. We're gonna shut the water off. <laughs> yeah. Confusing again. A toy police car kills a dog. <laughs> Kill the dog. A Walkman kills somebody with loud music from those... 800 watt headphones I guess 
somehow I the it's they don't even so have battery it's so power insane. It's because not only not only that, like there's somebody with a hair dryer, and it's not and like the cords wrapped the cords around wrapped them. around her fucking neck. It's like, that's not mechanical. <laughs> like if if it had blown her face off, if she was like holding it, yeah. and it was like, oh no, her whole face melted off, and she was dead in the window. Cool, that's great. <laughs> But it's the core. We saw that. Didn't that happen? <laughs> I can't put it down. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna be late for work. I <laughs> yeah, have to dry my honey, hair. Honey, drop the hair dryer. I gotta be at the bank at eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way any of this works. So many of these are unforced errors yeah. where it's just like, what happened? Just put down the fucking hair dryer. <laughs> Just don't touch the pinball machine. Just don't put your head in the fucking lawnmower. However, the don't lawnmower... Don't whiz on the electric fence. <laughs> However, the lawnmower, as it turns out, is deadlier than it looks. So. Yeah. Did you know about this? Yes. Yeah, a dude but, lost an eye. But he made a lot of money off it, so he's doing okay. My question is, uh, yeah, a du- uh, I think it was a director of photography? Cinematographer, director of photography. One of those guys. Like that. Yeah. He had photography in his title. Yeah. Um, one of the important crew guys there... Uh, I guess a remote control lawnmower uh, accidentally drove hmm. over some wooden boards, shot splinters everywhere, which took out dude's eye. Yep. Um, my question, why did that lawnmower still have a blade on it? Did like, you not hear that part of it? No. Oh, God. This is the worst part of it. That's why they sued Stephen King specifically. Because when King was directing, he was like, no, it needs to have realism. We need to keep the blades in. They had said, we need to take the blades out of the lawnmower for safety. And King was like, no, no, no. Don't take the blades out. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 it's it's more real with blades. But you don't ever see the blade. (laughs) People will know. They'll they'll know. Oh, the coke, yeah. Yeah, so... uh, Oh, okay. No, I did not know that. Yeah, that that was Stephen King's decision, and that's why Stephen King paid $17 million for that man's eye. A very expensive eyeball. That doesn't get brought up a lot. Would I poke my eye out for $18 million? Probably. Yeah. And and by probably, I mean I absolutely 1,000% would. I don't think I would. I have this weird character. I don't know if you call it a character trait or just something stupid that I do every now and then where I'll just shut one eye and I'll be like, this is what it would be like if I only had one eye. And I hate it. It is pretty bad. I think you'd get used to it, though. Your brain would compensate. One time I met a friend that, or not so much a friend, but an acquaintance that I went to high school with. And in high school, he got into a run-from-the-cops accident and lost an eye. Years later, I came across him at 7-Eleven, and he was like, hey, we should hang out and chat, and he came over to my apartment, and we were just kind of like, we weren't super friends or anything, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> it was like, all of a sudden, we started kind of running out of things to talk about or whatnot. I pull out my Friday the 13th Part 3 3D you DVD, and I was like, dude, we could watch this, I got two pairs of glasses and everything, and dude's like, man, that ain't gonna work for me, and I was like, oh, Damn. Fuck. Oh, yikes. Jinkies. Yeah, I did that. (laughs) Congratulations. Totally not intentional, obviously. That's a horrible thing to do. Um, It was. Good job. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. I don't even know where we are. So, oh, we're, we're going through the the neighborhood and everybody's dead and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we covered it. The lawnmower chases him. And he hears the ice cream truck coming. Yes. And so I would also hide from Clint Howard. <laughs> so there, <laughs> I, there's so much about that that's like, again, this movie's just like fun parts that he just felt like putting in, clearly. And so with the, the truck, it's like, 
it comes back, but I mean, to what end? It's just another thing that they blow up. Yeah. It's like, oh no, the ice cream truck, but we and have a bazooka. And it's always cruising around with its music playing, too. It's like, playing King of the Road. <laughs> yeah. It's not being very sneaky. Here's Mm-mm. another thing with this movie, too, is like, everybody's afraid of the trucks, but trucks move very slowly. Yes. Like a big rig's not like a uh, like a Lambo. That's just right. going to take off from zero to sixty in three seconds. <laughs> right, exactly. It's those take a while to get up to speed, especially if they're from a stop. Yeah, and especially if they're going up a hill, which they're yeah. not in this, but they're <laughs> but, slow on hills. And they're also yeah, they're also they're burdened <laughs> down. They all have they all have their trailers. Yeah, on them, so it's even slower. Yeah, it's you think with they have all the intelligence to communicate and learn standard uh, truck gear manu systems uh they might just like on a d-rig you'd think that they'd probably be mostly tanks and uh mostly military gear that all of this nonsense with the the big rigs and all that they just take over fucking planes yeah and they do i mean and th- crank flight of the valkyries <laughs> they play crank flight <laughs> of the valkyries in like a shitty plane though like they're not it's not like they're taking over like migs big and planes F- are hard to fly they gotta learn there okay. was a learning plane oh god that's why it crashed they were just figuring it out <laughs> just figuring it out it all makes sense now <laughs> oh my god so duncan goes to look for his kid he's the the diesel eyeballs guy yeah. um He's going off looking for his boy. And at this point we start getting the like everybody's everybody's starting to assert their their dominance over this boss man where it's like <laughs> yeah. he thinks he's got them. Well, the end of the world has happened and now that he's not in charge anymore. So he is not. They're telling him to fuck off left and right. What are you gonna do if I don't? I'm gonna knock your teeth in. <laughs> you Emilio <do> <laughs> Emilio, <laughs> you do realize that you're like a hundred pounds lighter than him and like I gotta give him props four foot to, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta give him props to Emilio because he's great at playing a tough guy for being a, a dude that is not a tough guy in um, body build. I guess yeah, you would say. I love him. Or even face. He's got like a cute baby. He's face. adorable. Put any punk earring you want on him. He's still got a little baby <laughs> face. <laughs> and honestly, all I can think of is him from uh, from uh, Repo, Repo Man. Man? Yo, he yeah. is, this is him from Repo Man in this movie, and yeah. that's. Another reason I like this is this it is feels a sequel like, to Repo Man. It feels like a, a bizarre sequel to <laughs> Repo Man, where they just took his character, aged him up a little bit. You know, they went and did some crimes, and he did some time in jail. Mm-hmm. You know, probably got sushi and didn't pay. What a bunch of jerks. Uh, <clears throat> so he gets Duncan gets killed hilariously. His death is fucking it's just not that funny. It's ridiculous. What? Just getting hit by the truck? He's like. He's like slowly bending down. Everybody's watching. Nobody warns him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he is like, he bending down? He for? drops something, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta, gotta pick this up." And as you say, these trucks are slow as fuck. Yeah. And so clearly, this and, giant and may I say loud, unbelievably loud. You're the, gonna hear a semi. <laughs> the idea of it sneaking up on you, like yeah. the truck does at the end, yeah. where it literally Again. sneaks up in a dark neighborhood with like no one around and its on the, headlights on the on. boat docks. That's oh even God. quieter than a neighborhood. I mean, I guess all the neighborhoods are ghost towns because everybody got strangled by their hair dryers. But. <laughs> yeah, but but seriously, he gets snuck up on by a big rig. <laughs> God doesn't want you to live if you can get snuck up yeah. on by a big rig. <laughs> it's like that's just survival of the fittest. Um, 
Yeah, so he, he kneels down. How do you know God doesn't want you to live? Ah, Big Rick snuck up on me. <laughs> snuck up on me and uh, killed me. Yeah, you should probably off yeah, yourself. Probably. So he just stands up after picking up whatever it was on the ground and gets hit, and it's clearly a mannequin body that looks really <laughs> funny. It's it super shoots blood stiff. all over the truck grill. That was cool. Yeah, it was it was a nice bloody ending too. Uh, so the Bible salesman gets pissed because uh, one of the semis has crushed his car one of the semis comes out and like hits like side swipes his his yeah, Cadillac. yeah that's right and so he's like and he's trying to sell bibles to the people in the in the place even and I love even at his, the end of the world and i love once his well it's, everybody doesn't know it's a total end yet sure but um i love that once his car gets hit he becomes like this swear monster yes like, what the jesus fucking christ the fuck just <laughs> he, had, <laughs> he had some amazing insults in there <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he goes out there and basically tries to fight this rig. Like, people know that these are these are possessed animals now, that these are not, like, they know that they're trucks acting on their own, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it seems like they've figured out. If they don't know out. at this point, they're going to know. Mm. Oh, wait, no, they totally know it. Hey, Gus, yeah. or Duncan. Yeah, so, Gus for some reason. so I don't know why he goes out to fight this truck. He literally runs He's out there. He's got Jesus on his side. Good point. He knows he can't lose. He knows he can't lose. He's got all those tracts on his <laughs> And then um, his dashboard. the goblin truck backs up really fast and quiet. Really quiet. <laughs> Stealth mode. And just bonks him right into I the ditch. That. He flies over the rail and falls into the uh, drainage swamp. Yep. But again, here's my... Th- how fast can a semi really go when it's backing up with a full load of toys? I don't know the answer to that question. And, but and, and and how fast would it have to go to send him flying that much and still be able to stop before backing through that fence and going into the ditch himself? Well, this sounds like a college-level course. Like, I don't know if I can answer this. Like, Bill could. He went to college. Damn it. College boy. Okay, so if a semi is going 35 miles an hour and and your Bible salesman is going 55 miles an hour, how hard would you have had to hit your Bible salesman? How much kinetic force is expended? Just call me a hero. Oh, sorry, hero. Anyway, uh, so... <laughs> yep, so the now the uh, the trucks start circling. This is when we get the big, like, parade of trucks all around the Dixie Boy. Which is cool. Yes. But later on, we learn that they need fuel. I. These alien <clears throat> spirit creatures also understand combustion engines need fuel. They do understand that. And also, what are they doing? Yeah. Because this... Why are the, they keeping these people alive? Are they keeping well, it alive so they can fuel them yes, up? Yes. If they're doing that, why are they wasting all their damn fuel driving in circles? Good question. Why aren't they just driving off? I understand that if the ringleader is the Green Goblin truck, he's hanging around to give the orders. Mm-hmm. Sure, if that's if that's how this works. Yeah, let's but go with the that. Rest of them, I like that idea. What the fuck, man? Just fill up and go. Go kill people elsewhere. Yeah. Fill up and go kill people elsewhere. Or just line up your trucks like that around the thing, but don't move. You know, make like a, a wall around them. If they're out of gas, do they die? I don't know. Oh, I don't understand any of this. Also, another cool thing that I thought would have been neat in this movie is I love the idea of trucks with faces. Like, I love seeing that Green Goblin face. Oh, me too. So then I was thinking, it'd be so cool if every truck had a face. And then I was just like, that's super improbable. But and how cool would it be 
You're, you're literally talking about the movie Cars. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Cars. I know it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you think that was actually something that they they were they were pitching? <laughs> Every truck has a face. Okay, King, we'll give you the budget for one face. <laughs> oh my God, that was that's how cars got made. Somebody was there at Pixar, and they were like, "Okay, what about maximum overdrive for kids?" But every truck has a face. But no, but how cool would it be though if once the truck, once the trucks got possessed and started moving, if the metal all bent and. And formed a face. Oh, shit. Yeah, that is actually awesome. Like, it didn't need to be, like, a super meticulous face, but, like, still, like, the headlights kind of bent and they they made equalized. Yeah, and every truck had a cool personality. I've said this before about movies that I like, but I'm honest to God shocked this movie isn't getting remade. Honest to God shocked this isn't getting remade. It did. Qua? Trucks, 1997, made for TV movie. No. Really? That was a remake of Maximum Overdrive? Yes. Oh, that's insanity. I've never actually seen it, though. Huh. And it's uh, a tape I'm missing in my Stephen King collection. So is if anybody out there has got a copy of Trucks... is So was that like a dollar baby kind of thing? I don't know. I know it was made for TV. Huh. Interesting. Oh, that's weird. I haven't even heard of that. Nutso. Okay. All right. So where the hell are we? I got distracted. I'm surprised. <laughs> Maximum overdrive in Trucks, because Trucks was the original story this was based Yes. On. So this has not been remade since 97. Yeah, so I would love... If anybody out there wants to remake this and give these trucks faces... I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, this is the next... Imagine the knife has a little face, it's too. <laughs> awesome. This, I can pitch this. It's Transformers <laughs> meets Christine. <laughs> Nothing transforms. They just get faces. It sort of transforms. They're face formers. Yes. God. <laughs> All right. So... The, I have good ideas. <laughs> Uh, the the honeymoon couple's being chased by the Mack truck. They're still in control of their car. Yardley's just shrieking her oh, fucking gosh. head off. Uh, and somehow, I, I watched this closely. I have no idea how he did it. Somehow, Curtis managed to lure that truck off a cliff. Yeah. With his masterful driving. He yeah. just like... And the truck explodes it before explodes. it even touches the ground. Like, yes. But they made it. And so now they're they're right outside the Dixie Boy and they see the circling and, line And of, even though they're away from everybody, they figured it out now that yeah. these trucks are alive. And so they're just going to make a break for it. They're like, fuck it. We're just going to go and see if we can make it in. Curtis! Curtis! <laughs> and so they do. They make it in, but they do get clipped. And it flips the, tru- the car over. <laughs> they get the- clipped on the backside. And it flips their car over straight going forward. Yep. That's how it works, man. I don't, I didn't invent physics. Yeah. I'm just a a slave to it, man. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they're, and our good guys rush out. Emilio! Emilio saves the day. He starts cutting the seatbelt, getting him out. With mother's little helper, the uh, the straight razor. What was up with that? I don't know. What was up? I think we did we miss it too. There was also the extremely pointless changing scene. Yep. With Brett, where she's just like his hands were all over me. Yeah, that Bible guy's hands were over. No, he's dead. I got to stink on these clothes. I got to change it from behind this board. And yeah, that's it. 
Don't know. Uh, okay. Titillation. Don't know. Um, <clears throat> so they make it in, and the boss man now has a bazooka because fucking cocaine is apparently awesome. And <laughs> and everybody <laughs> running back from away from the truck that's chasing them jumps down at the same minute when yes. he shoots this rocket. Like that's some fucking reflexes, man. <laughs> they're all they're all on edge, man. Like they jump down, like they they jump to the ground, like holy shit, there's a missile, and they jump. I would be like, oh shit, is that a bazooka? Oh shit, you're shooting a missile. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I would be that person too. Mm. It's been nice knowing you, dude. Yeah, exactly. Nice getting blown up with you, bro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he blows up three trucks, and and and, and this pisses me off because later on in the movie, during one scene, um, Bubba. Uh, Emilio shoots a truck after they go save uh, Deke or whatever. And yep. then Bubba's like, well, you're really trying to piss him off and get him in here, huh? You shot three of them! <laughs> yep. Earlier today! I, <laughs> I think that I think that Bubba's just hypercritical. You know? I feel Some like people nothing, are never satisfied. Nothing's good enough for Bubba. Nope. Uh, <clears throat> so, we get the titular line. Where they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. For the world went into maximum overdrive. (laughs) Hitching to Florida. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, that was my plan. Before the world went into maximum overdrive. It's just fun to say. It's so natural. (laughs) It's it's just so exactly what you'd say in that moment. I mean. I'm going to make it a goal for a week to work maximum overdrive into one (laughs) sentence a day. (laughs) I'm going to make it a goal to work it into five. Five? Five per day. That's a lofty one. (laughs) I'm, I'm taking baby it. steps, man. I don't uh, want to overexert my maximum overdrive. <laughs> no, that did not work. Um, you're going to have to work on that. <laughs> you're going to have to put your brain into maximum Max, overdrive. Maximum. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> we have a gross toilet conversation with the... Again, with the bathroom stuff. Can I watch you? Not only do we have the gross toilet conversation... Emilio looks over the top at him while he's pooping. Ugh. Why would you do that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. What is don't up know. with this movie I and watching know. people go to the bathroom? It's upsetting. <laughs> um, and then swimming in that bathroom stuff later. <laughs> and swimming in it. So this is, uh, he's like, basically the, the right hand man is pooping. And Emilio is and like, keep hearing ploppy poops too. <laughs> using this as an excuse to grill him. He's like, trying to, maybe he's trying to embarrass him. He's like, maybe he's like at a vulnerable point, so he thinks that he can get information out of him. So he grills him about where the the bazooka came from. All he was asking if it was true that there were weapons in the basement. Like that couldn't have waited till dude was done pooping. Like, no, because this is how he's getting his advantage over him because he feels vulnerable because he's pooping, and so he's like, aha. I see my opportunity. Is that like a classic cop interrogation classic. technique? Classic. Every criminal, James cr- Bond the, movie has the, cr- it. the criminal just stonewalls the cops forever, and then he's like, can I go poop? He's like, yeah. And then they bust in there and start asking him questions. Classic. I've seen it a million uh, times. Uh, that be a good Law & Order episode. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for the poopy floppy sounds all the time, too. I think... I. I can't think of a single movie that isn't improved by the sounds of poops dropping into a toilet. Ah, oh, Stephen this is King. This the fucking goofiest episode we've ever done of the show. 
<laughs> Sorry, everybody. Anyway, uh, okay. We were seriously only joking about the coke, too. <laughs> <laughs> or were we? <clears throat> okay. Woo! I got a screenplay. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, I just got some trucks. <laughs> Faces! <laughs> So they do find the tons of guns in the basement because there's... It's like the T2 arsenal down there. It's amazing. I, I I love it because it's so fucking stupid and it's so fucking <laughs> 80s where it's just like, of course you got fucking stuck in the place that has a basement full of military-grade weaponry. It's very convenient. It's wonderfully convenient. They and did you know run what? out of coffee, though. And you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I think it's great. <laughs> uh, and so... Uh, uh, Bill and the hitchhiker do it. She's like, dumb. She she. Well, yeah, it gives them like this movie also doesn't build up their relationship like at all. No. I feel the minute she sees Emilio, she's like, "You're cute." It's just like, oh, okay. Like that, usually, like a character, like they do some things together, then all of a sudden it clicks. And she's just like macking on him. For that like was scene one. Yep. Beginning of this, they're basically in a relationship from yeah. the start of this movie because <laughs> he's a hero. He's hero. Um, yep. So they he do makes it. Love like a hero. He does, and then, <laughs> but this gives them the time afterwards to be like, "Oh yeah, let me tell you. I think you know that the comet is has been over the Earth for this amount of time. I think that we just need to stay alive for another seven days." This sounds like such a stoner conversation. <laughs> it does. Hey man, imagine if like aliens wanted to like clean up the planet so they could like move in themselves and like to do that they used our machines like a broom man (laughs) holy shit yeah and for even dropping that line of a broom we never have a possessed street sweeper in this I, I mean, honestly, I think a lot of this boils down to expense because the reason that there weren't tanks and things that would actually make sense is I wish a street. I, oh man, I just thought of this. I wish a street sweeper ran somebody over and they kept going around in circles <laughs> under the broom. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We've got to save him. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> He's just out there for the entire movie. You just keep hearing him in the background. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, why would he die? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh, shit. So he, oh, and also he, he drops the thing about like, we're, I know about this island off the coast where no cars, no motor vehicles haven. are allowed. It's a haven and it's called Haven. And which is another Stephen King show. Yes, true. And so all that nonsense. Um, they could get there on a sailboat because it doesn't have an engine, blah, blah, blah. Oh, question. Okay. You know what does have motors though? All the other All boats the other at the boats. marina that could drive ah, into their boat and crash them. Ah, but you know what? They can't untie the knots. Oh. Yeah, they're still moored to the to the bollards. I did not think of that. That's, so they're that's, all... I think it was just probably too destructive into whatever to actually run the boats backwards or whatever. But I could imagine that they probably wanted to do something where the boats all turned on and tried to come, but they're all like stuck to the, to the bollards yeah. or whatever. So, that was my that was my initial thought. I was like, "There's tons of boats with motors." Like, they yeah, just, but they can't use their yeah. hand. They don't have little little boat hands. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another movie that I'm working on <laughs> for Pixar. It's, about it's called boats Boat Hands. Instead hands. of faces, they just have little <laughs> hands. Uh, they just gesticulate a lot. They can't talk. 
Um, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the greatest scene in movie history. I love this scene so much. Uh, this is where the waitress gets drunk and starts flipping oh, the fuck it's out. Beautiful. Oh my god. So she's she's wicked drunk on Miller High Life and she goes out there and she's got the bazooka after it's uh, oh so this is This is later. Oh the right. Bazooka. Yeah. She no, the bazooka's that, no. later. We made you. You pukey things. Yeah. <laughs> we made you. You. You yeah. can't do this. So we get two titular lines. We get the titular line for the movie. So we've got Maximum Overdrive, and we've got the titular Does line. Does she say who the, made who, though? Well, essentially. Close enough. It's close this enough. This movie also has one of the stupidest taglines on the VHS box. It goes, imagine your worst nightmare come to life. Machines taking over. <laughs> like, who is is that the worst nightmare of? Literally no one. Nobody. Nobody. Some dude who works at Google. <laughs> Machines. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, the Bible salesman's apparently alive and in the ditch. This is where the movie kind of takes a nap for me. Oh, it's it's very boring. It's got that scene with her freak out, and then they all kind of just chill out and drink, and they play <clears throat> poker for literal peanuts. Yep. You're like, yawn, yawn. Yawn, yawn. And then you just hear like, <laughs> and it's the Bible guy out in the ditch. And just from a screenwriting standpoint, there's... It makes no sense. It would make more sense if he, like, if the kid was out there and he had the reflector off his bike or something and he was just, like, waving it into the headlights yeah. and, like, trying to shine a light into the into the building or something. They're going to seriously like, hear some Diamond scream from way the hell over there in the field exact, with all the trucks driving around. With all the trucks driving around. There's no way. And it can makes, I bring up that kid? Uh, <clears throat> jump to scene here. He found that pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Going to the Dixie Boy truck stop, but he couldn't get through it because it had a shield. Yes. He finds that guy later on right by there. Was that kid just hanging out by that pipe for like four or five hours? Doing nothing? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So confusing. So, But he gets through the culvert, blah, blah, blah. He's over there. And so Curtis and Bill grab guns to go save the Bible guy. Uh, they this realize, is another scene that I think is funny. They realize that the drain to the shower empties out into this gross culvert thing. How? No idea. And, and, and Emilio Hero just grabs a rope. Like, he knows that he's going to go into that shower house, tie a rope to the beam, rope down into the thing. Go into the, <laughs> Like, why would you know the ducks of the... There's no reason. No reason at all. I mean, can you imagine? Like, I've, I've been in plenty of places like that where I was like, oh, there's a shower or something. I... How the hell would you fucking know what's underneath the ground? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. No, no chance in hell. But he uh, does, and they do, and uh, so they run off into this thing to play hero to save Bible Guy, and then we get the second, um, <laughs> Mr. PP. Uh, they're in the water going through the sewers, and, and Curtis goes, I wonder how many people peed in this. How does it taste? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Estevez gets some in his mouth, and he's like, how does it taste? Do, do you have a bottle on you? So I can, I mean, I'd like to. I'd like to keep some. I'd like just to bring for, some of those for some for something special. Yeah, fuck that guy. Remember, you are pee crazy. King's over there with his bullhorn. Forget. Talk about more pee. <laughs> uh, and so they finally get out there, and the Bible guy grabs the kid, and he's screaming that this guy's got a hold of him. Yeah. And then by the time they get there, Bible guy's dead. I guess. 
And when Bible Guy's talking to the kid, he sounds just like um, Jeffrey Jones in Howard the Duck. Oh, wow. Where he's got that, oh, yo, let me go. <laughs> Pull me here, I'll kill you. I swear to Jesus, say. <laughs> yeah, but it's very, it's very, uh, very Pennywise, too. It's very, like, it kind of, like, creepy voice. I like it. Yeah, it sounds just like Jeffrey Jones and Howard the Duck, which is a perfect movie. Except for the pedophiles. <laughs> that was after the fact. Okay, all right. You can't fault it for that. Okay, it's not it's not their fault that they accidentally hired a pedophile. That's true. They didn't know at the time. No, uh, they didn't. No, it's that true. That sucks. It does suck. It does suck. <laughs> I like that guy. God damn it. No. <laughs> Well, anyway. All the goodies gotta suck. I know. I don't know. Great and Ravenous too, which is a perfect movie. You know, I've never seen Ravenous. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll watch Ravenous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody, call in right now to berate Tristan for never seeing Ravenous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. <clears throat> so they leave the Bible guy for dead and save the kid. Fuck him. Because fuck that guy. They hate him. <laughs> um, I so, hate him. <laughs> and the boss. They get back. And the second he gets through the door, he's, the kid's like, where's my dad? And then the, the boss is like, uh, he got, yeah, uh, kid's got dad run got down by one of the big boys. Scrubbed by one scrubbed. of the big boys out there. <laughs> yep. And so, yeah. Then we cut to the next day when the Jeep with the heavy machine gun arrives. Yeah. We got a bulldozer and a heavy machine gun. They've oh, called wait, wait, in. Oh, I just wanted to do the, um, Brett slaps him after this for being so... Remember, yes. Brett slaps him and then says the line, there's a lesson in manners from the road twitch. Yes. The what? The road twitch. Twitch. I, she, he calls her a road twitch before this. He does? Yeah, he does. What does that even mean? I don't know. I assume it's something. <laughs> it, whatever. It's something. It's something derogatory. Okay, so then we go to the next day where... Deke is sad about his dad, so he's just blowing bubbles at 7 a.m. while everybody else is sleeping. Like you do. And then um, <clears throat> the dynamic duo of the bulldozer and the machine gun cart come driving down the street. Yep. I like well, that image. Yeah, the bulldozer pushes a car into the building. Yep, Bubba's car. Bubba's car. And uh, <clears throat> and they've got this machine gun now. Here's a thing. Here's a weird thing, too. Um when this happens, Bill, um, Deke goes to wake up Emilio and, you know, the car goes and everybody starts waking up at this scene and you see Bubba and Wanda come out at the same time and Bubba's like buckling up his pants. Yes. Was he? I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about That's it. That's a high life night, <laughs> Wanda. Oh, God. Yeah, seriously. Do, stop. Who drink. did who? Stop drinking. <laughs> God, people. <laughs> Bad decisions. Uh, so. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's not talk about this again. This is the other problem. There's this fucking machine gun. And it's at five feet high, approximately. And it can only shoot in a straight line. Yeah. What's the fucking problem? Everybody just duck the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. <laughs> but uh, so uh, the boss comes out with his bazooka again, and he's like, I'll take care of this dumb bulldozer. And he... Because he's pissed that it crashes yep. caddy through the diner. And so he shoots it, and it goes, I guess, into a part of it that doesn't destroy it. It shot the roof off. It it's, should be fine, because it sure as hell comes back later. Right. It is definitely fine. Uh, but and it then, stops. And then the machine gun opens up, shoots him dead. 
and shoots a couple other people I yes. that don't even have names. That, we, that, that have so little names that while that when when Emilio Estevez is addressing them, he's like, Hey, hey, mister, hey, hey, guy. Hey, uh, you, you, um, 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 red yeah. shirt. Yeah, he literally does not name him. They've no. been together, like, stuck they, in a survival situation. Like, I'm just like, I, the first time I was watching it, I didn't even recognize that them, who they were. They Insane. just got shot. Yep, just got shot for no reason. Um, <clears throat> so, boss is dead. Wanda flips out, does another Again. another really great, except this time she's, like, jumping. It's good. Oh, she really gives it her all. Oh, my God, it's so good. It's so bad. It's so, well, it's it's... Both. <laughs> I just I wonder if they knew it was that bad when they're watching the dailies. They're just like, oh, should, should, should we reshoot Wanda? No scene? She way. looks like a cracked out. It's like, great. It's the <laughs> best. It's so. <laughs> it is the best. I love it. Don't get me wrong. It yeah, cracks I wouldn't, me up. Wouldn't trade it for anything. But, but yeah, do, they, do do you think that they thought that it was good? Like, holy shit, Wanda! That freakout was amazing. That was so convincing. That was so. Or were they like? That is so stupidly hokey. We gotta keep that. I like, have. I, I. I just wonder the producers' like attitudes to. I would scene. love to know what people thought when they were making the movie. Yeah, because it is like, did they know that it was good because it was stupid? Because I mean, that's why it's good is because it's it's just hokey and fun. A big old full length documentary about this movie would be oh great. And I bet there are some crazy stories. John Piano Camp, if you are listening yes. right now <laughs> to this podcast. I think it's time. I know you like King. For I know a you maximum make good overdrive. movies. <laughs> I would be really stoked. Um, yeah, that would be amazing. Anyway, so uh, the unfueled. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Would be a great companion to Unearth. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> the gun car starts sending Morse code beeps, and the kid knows Morse code because he's a Boy Scout. And it says, someone must fuel, someone will be hurt, do it or everyone will die. I'm paraphrasing. I remember when I first found out about Morse code when I was a kid, I thought it was so cool. And I started like trying to learn it. Yeah. And then I realized that like I just couldn't remember all the dots and dashes mm-hmm. to save my life. And that's and, why you're supposed to write them down as they happen. Yeah. There's, but, but then I couldn't even dot or dash fast enough. Yeah, I still don't know. I'm how. not good at anything. I still don't know how people do it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so they're like, okay, fuck it. We'll just fuel these trucks. Bill's like, I hope they brought their American Express cards. And so he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm into fueling these trucks up so they can go out and kill more people. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, and so another junkie metaphor that Stephen King puts in there. Why would they run me over? That would be like a junkie running down his connection. Oh yeah. That's like really Really, really kind of just jammed in there kind of inappropriately, but whatever, that's fine. Uh, but if the junkie ran over his connection, then he could grab all the junk and run. That's a good point. You know what? Maybe it's a good idea. <laughs> uh, so they're fueling everybody, and then they run out of they run out of gas. We get like... I love this part. <laughs> it's like, well, sorry, like, we're fresh Sorry, up. we're out. Beep, beep. The best... Emilio Estevez facing down yeah. that semi with his chest oh, with his, like arms out and it butts him in the chest and pushes him backwards. That is a terrifying Yeah. Like as far as I, just And like, I wondered that as far as movie making goes, like it, knowing how free and loose they were with everything, probably yes. they didn't give a shit. And it's just like, man, all he had to do was like trip, stumble backwards, the 
who knows if the driver could see him that close up by the hood. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Shit, that was like that looked like an onset death waiting to happen. Absolutely for such a, for such a stunt that isn't even fast. Yeah. I mean, this truck's nudging, but it still looks like. But it's still scary. a truck. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Those are big. It was cool. It was, <laughs> but it was a very cool scene. But, but it's a very cool scene. But it's also at the same time very kind of stupid because he was asking like, "What do you want? What do you want?" And it's like, um, it's the giant gas truck coming <laughs> to put the. What do you think it wants, dude? You know what's going on here. Yep. No, it's true. But uh, so they do that. It's they too bad it wasn't a truck full of work gloves. <laughs> his blistered hands. That place did not have any work clothes. No, well, I mean actually, it kind of makes sense because the guy's a cheapskate and hates everybody. Um, I'm sure somebody, dude. Truckers have gloves. That's true. That is. Oh, true. but I guess I couldn't get to the trucks to get them because they're all moving. <laughs> they're all <too> alive. <laughs> yep. So the trucks are working them to death, basically. At this point, they're yep. working them around the clock. Nobody's getting enough rest. They don't understand how a man gets tired. How a body gets tired. <laughs> <That was> great. <laughs> Uh, and so it's kind of like when you're running out of gas. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe and you, you could, start to sputter. Why don't you explain it to the man? Um, so Billy bullshits his alien invasion theory that the cars are the cars are just cleaning house for the aliens, and it's a broom to sweep us all right up. Blah, oh, blah, blah, blah. yeah, when he's really half uh, like about to fall over dead. I can never remember if those conversations come after sex or just after Exhaustion. pumping gas for <laughs> 10 hours. <laughs> um, oh, something I forgot to mention that I do want to commend this movie for is it might be the only movie I've ever seen that has civilians using a bazooka that nobody shoots it backwards by accident. Oh, yeah. That is a trope that is in every single movie where somebody has there a bazooka. Are, uh, there are no Radon Chongs in this movie. <laughs> Not a single commando moment in this movie. Um, so, good job on that. Although I love backward shooting bazookas. Me too. It's always funny. It's always funny. <laughs> uh, so, Bill has this brilliant plan that is essentially a plan that will get everyone killed. Um, which is... He's gonna. He's gonna. Don't worry. I'm gonna take care of this. So he beckons over to this guy that he's yeah. been spending all this time with, and calls him, "Hey, Mister. Hey, Mister. <laughs> Come here. I got a plan. A brilliant plan." And he's like, pulls out a grenade, drops it on the bed of the thing. And he's like, "When I say run, run," and he spins the. <laughs> it's clear that these things understand English and shit. Yeah, I I think I they mean, do. So he doesn't talk like he's like, hey, we got people stuff to talk. You wouldn't understand. Hey, man, I'm going to like do I'm something gonna blow to this, this fucking thing up. blow it up. So <laughs> at the same volume. Yeah, he's not smart. But also his plan just basically means that the, the gun's going to strafe the entire building. So everyone's going to get shot. You'd think he'd go inside and be like, get down first. No, he's just like spins it. So it just starts shooting in a big circle. Or... Why wouldn't he just jump on the damn thing and stand behind the gun? You could get on that thing and you could jam it with a piece of metal or something into. Yeah. The, uh, it, there's so many ways that that thing it's can't such shoot a you. Stupid weapon. It's such a. It has so many vulnerabilities. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it's a bad plan, but he, it works in this movie. He uh, he drops the grenade on it. It explodes the thing. Somehow they don't get shot, even with that thing spinning at a... <laughs> and even with bullets uh, blowing up after the fact, too, on the ground. Insane. So they're they're fine. Um, <laughs> even now, Mister. 
Yeah. <laughs> even even <laughs> our my favorite character, Mister. <laughs> Lead singer of Mister Mister. Yeah. Love that guy. Great cameo. <laughs> uh, Mr. Okay. Big was busy. Yeah. So this is this is when they're like, fuck it, we're gonna take off. So they know that they're gonna use that same exit to escape that they that they got out through. Yeah. And so but, they make a run through the drain pipe, right? But didn't the dump truck blow that up when they were there the first time? The shower? Yeah. Isn't that what they're going through? I don't remember, know. Remember when they got Deke and they all ran back into that pipe? That red dump truck saw them and crushed the exit. Oh, maybe. I'm sure it's. I'm sure there's some other dumb thing that they're doing. <laughs> I'm sure it's something else. Whatever. It's a different dumb thing yeah, this time. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some other answer. <laughs> Either way, they get out. And uh, then the trucks just decide to fuck shit up. Yeah, they're like, well, then fine. We'll never find another human that can operate a gas pump, so we might as well destroy Blow this, this whole place up. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. But they do it, and they destroy it, and they're sacrificing themselves. Again, doesn't make a lot of sense. They, no. They push the oxygen truck into the middle of it, and it explodes. The explosion looks great. Yeah. I'm sure that all of these explosions were just fucking unbelievably dangerous but it looked fantastic like it, when, when the oh yeah restaurant blew up and then you but then we got like two like mushroom clouds from the gas pumps like amazing oh <laughs> it was it was a great explosion i like boom booms <laughs> is what stephen king said in his notes <laughs> yeah uh how do you want to direct the scene just boom 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 also cocaine yeah. uh so <laughs> so they're heading for the marina and the goblin truck is somehow tracking them and sneaking up behind them at the same time. Yeah. It knows where they're going and it's like, It holds a grudge. It holds a grudge and it's sneaky. So they, just like Green Goblin. Yes. They they go past a burger joint. I love that. And then the speaker has a machine in it. Yeah, they're they're hiding out at a drive-through and uh, all of a sudden the drive-through uh menu microphone turns on and just goes humans here humans here humans here humans here humans here uh, over over so deke our boy hero gets up and just shoots the shit out of it with a machine gun and then goes i don't want this anymore yeah well he, he also did a cool one-liner before he shot it up where it's just this like, is for my dad you motor mouth or something <laughs> stupid like that yeah and then yeah once he shoots up the whole menu he just loses a machine gun he's like i don't want this anymore okay like i can understand that line if you just like killed a man yeah then you're like holy shit what did i do like no that i'm not a gun guy i guess this i don't want this anymore you just shot a menu at mcdonald (laughs) he was he was really into the dollar menu maybe he didn't like the recoil made his arm feel funny he's like i don't want this i don't know can I try your gun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want something else. I want the bazooka. Yeah. Fuck this thing. It took forever to kill a burger menu. Uh, yeah. And I also love, like, uh, how long it took them for them to stop that. Like, that yeah. was giving them a warning. Like, nobody moved an inch. And then Deke did. He stood up and walked over slowly to it, talked, and then just gave away their position more by firing down some yeah. machine gun bullets. Insane. <sighs> yep. So they make it to the marina after this. And then one of the nameless people that's with him 
I think it's probably Mister. He likes diamonds. He steals a ring <laughs> off this lady, this dead lady's finger, in a. She got stuck in her car window when it went up. I guess. <laughs> yeah, her death was definitely being asphyxiated by the. <laughs> oh God, damn it! <laughs> what was she doing? <laughs> Hey, I just hey, got my body and my arm out the window. Oh, shoot, my window's going up. Oh, crap. I'm not going to get inside the car. Oh, crap. Hey, Betty, over <laughs> yeah. here. Did you hear about the machine uprising? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like this. <laughs> Man, oh. my window's sure in maximum overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's exactly what she said. (laughs) Every single death in this would have been better if they mentioned maximum overdrive as they were being killed. (laughs) Oh no, that truck sure is in maximum overdrive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Yep. (laughs) So because he's busy stealing this ring, he doesn't hear... He doesn't hear the goblin truck. He doesn't hear a 40-ton semi sneaking up from behind... And then Bill just blows it up anticlimactically. It's just the worst. This movie ends so shitty. I mean, I, I hate the ending of this movie. This the ending of this movie is nothing. It is a nada ending. And it's, the pro- and the problem is, it even looks like it even tries to build it up like it's one of those things where you kill the villain. And you're like, yeah, that stopped him. Then it's like, rant, rant. oh no, I didn't. But it but doesn't. It doesn't. Like he shoots the truck. It doesn't fully explode. But the goblin gets cool fire in its mouth, and the eyes get all red, and you're like, oh shit, it's this maximum form now. Yes. This truck's totally in maximum overdrive now, but it doesn't go anywhere. Oh, and, and then they're just like, oh yeah, I guess I did stop it. Sweet. Yep. Sweet thanks. Yeah, right, the, let's get on the boat. They blow up the ice cream truck, they blow up the, the, the green goblin, and that's it. That's it. Then they get on the boat. And they take off. <laughs> it would cool if a goblin had detached and fallen <laughs> <laughs> fall them. <laughs> No, it, it's followed around to conventions everywhere. <laughs> I helped that guy load it into your Comic-Con. Nice. Oh, when's the next con again? Oh, boy, that's not going to happen. Mm. <laughs> Ask Michelle. She'll I tell you I still have my staff shirt. I just, you know, once you, you could, pick a date, I'm just okay. going to magic marker over the date. And I don't even need a new shirt. <laughs> and I cut the sleeves off it, too, because I got I got pit stainy. So now I even look tough when I wear it. No, that's it. good. We need we need tough guys working yeah. the con this year. I need it. I'm tough so I can lift that goblin head again. Oh boy. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was an abandoned. Is that true, Michelle? Tristan was somewhere and he goes, "This would be a good place for a con." Yes, there was some place like that. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm I'm still not a hundred percent sure that I'm gonna never do it again. Wakes up with night terrors. Ah, ah, God. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, just because we don't want to get too distracted here. Oh God! We never I accidentally I accidentally scheduled a cast reunion of Savage Streets at a family friendly convention. I haven't watched this movie in a really long time. I hope it's not about something offensive. Oh fuck me! Hey Tristan, I'm over here in room four C trying to hook up the AV cables for cannibal hookers. <laughs> Uh, They're just finishing up the Mary Poppins screener right now. <laughs> Why didn't they want us back? Yeah, I know. We don't get it. We were very nice. <laughs> we were. They complained that the uh, that the hall smelled like chili afterwards. That wasn't our our fault. The, the fact that we had a chili cook off in their room. Oh shit! That's right. 
Yeah, we had Gunnar Hansen Gunnar do Hansen's a chili cook-off. Chili cook-off. <laughs> It's all about the meat. Uh, oh, Gunner, rest in peace. You're fuck you if awesome you don't like dude. chili too, staff of whatever. Yeah, fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so the ending of this movie, we get this fucking card that comes up that says, by the way, there was an alien this and it is, did something. This is the most ham-fisted <laughs> fucking epilogue text I have ever read of any movie. Ever. Yep. yep. I'm going to make that statement. I can't think of a more ridiculous placard that I've read in a movie. The, it's just like... There's so only one a, I can so think of. So they're, so they're on a boat. And they're going off to Haven. They, they've lived. And it says, A few days later, a giant UFO was destroyed by a Russian weather satellite. Uh, weather in quotation marks. Yep. That was armed with like a C-5 laser and some nuclear armaments. Yep. yep. Seven days later, as predicted, the comet left Earth. And everybody was fine. The end. And boop, 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 boop. Let me give you the final line. The oh. survivors of the Dixie Boy are still survivors. <sighs> what? They joined a survivor cover band. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> the survivors of the Dixie Boy are still survivors. Who wrote that? Uh, Stephen oh, King. Oh, wait. I do mm. know. <laughs> He's a really good writer. He is. But, but also, that- cocaine is apparently awesome. He doesn't remember do th- writing Cujo. No, 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 no. I know. <laughs> I know that story. But uh, do you think somebody tried to like talk him out of that last line at all? Like, No. The survivors of the Dixie Boy are still survivors. He was at maximum Stephen King at this point. <laughs> he was in... He was on top of the world. He was in maximum overdrive, I would <laughs> say, for his career. Uh, I think that's five. <laughs> and, uh, but... Seriously, like he could do no wrong at this point, and he could ask people for anything, and they just give it to him. And I think he just said, "I get final cut," because you're supposed to ask for final cut. Yep. You know, I don't. You know, people fucked up by making terrible movies like The Shining. What a piece of garbage that was," said Stephen King. <laughs> said everybody about the 1996. Oh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean. And I understand why but, he's. But this is this is writing like imagine writing your book like and, and they killed the monsters and everybody walked off into the night and they walked off into the night. <laughs> <laughs> I still I go back to the movie Monster a Go Go, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I've not seen that. The ending of it is, but there was no monster. Oh, that's it? it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, so there's this monster that's been killing people the whole time. No thing named Steven, whatever his name was. No, there was no trace Wait, of the monster. Was it a fake monster? Or They, they never explain it. Oh, I didn't know if it was, yeah. They had, no, they had no footage to have a monster killed or anything else, so they were just like, <laughs> but he disappeared. And that's what this reminds me of. Gotcha. Ugh. Oh. I've learned anything from Neon Maniacs. If you can't afford to kill your monsters, just uh, throw some water at them. Just throw some water at them. <laughs> yep. Or have their hand go into a toilet. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that was the longest Funbox Monster podcast we've ever and done. And one of the funnest. Uh, I, had a, I had a fantastic <laughs> time here tonight. Oh, boy. We had a lot of laughs. Yes. <laughs> and I hope you all enjoyed it out there. I hope you dug it. Uh, yeah, so you can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast and at Coast City Comics. And I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend. And uh, go to coastcitycomics.com and purchase all of your whatever. 
like the new Radbraith comic. Yeah, you should also purchase the new Radbraith And the new Radbraith shirt. Yeah, that I'm wearing. wearing. I am wearing the new Rad Wraith shirt. Where can I get one of those? Because I want one. At Coast City Comics and And, at CoastCityComics.com. And if you're a local listening to this, there is a VHS swap in Portland this Sunday, uh, September 29th at the 2019, since these things stay up forever. Yes, 2019. (laughs) (laughs) 2022. Where is everybody? <laughs> At the, uh, it's Ap- the year 3045. Is it the uh, Apohodian? Is that how you say it? I think it's the Ephohadian, but. Uh, You're playing there on the 4th, right? Everyone calls it the Ephodian. So. Yeah. That's what. Uh, yeah, Jake pointed it out that it was Apohadian if you read it. Yes. And I was and always calling it Ephodian. Too. Yeah, whatever. It's one of those things. They, they knew what they did when they named that fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, come to the swap. You can meet me. I'll have my Batman and Robin standees there. You can get a picture taken with. Uh, for free. Nice. It's, it's funny. That's amazing. And funny things should be free. Like this. Exactly. Like this podcast. Thank you, guys. And have a lovely evening. Peace.